today is August 8th, 2021. You are tuned into Canadian Patriot Radio, and I am your host, Critch. So today we're going to focus on <clears throat> quite a few different things. Um, we're going to kind of keep our eyes on the narrative that is forming. Um, but the first thing we're going to do is we're going to focus on the other side of the fence. Um, those people or normies that have uh, drank the Kool-Aid are now being told amazing, amazing things. Um, this first article comes to us from Natural News. Now, I don't typically report on Natural News. Um, they can be kind of tabloidish, but uh, this one didn't really worry me that much because it's more of a... We kind of know this is coming, and it, it was a very good write-up. Um, there, all the uh, links work in it, so on and so forth, so I thought, well, why not? And the title reads, Swedish professor, people who need people will need five vaccine doses for immunity, and if you don't submit, you'll no longer qualify as fully vaccinated. This was written today, August 8th, 2021, by Ramon Tommy. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Many individuals worldwide have completed their Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccination schedule. They have touted their fully vaccinated status after getting two doses of COVID-19 vaccines, with some joining the category after getting a single dose of vaccines. However, a professor said that COVID-19 vaccines may not be enough to provide immunity and recommended as many as five vaccine doses. Biomedical analyst Matti Salberg of the Swedish Karolinska Institute said individuals inoculated with just two COVID-19 vaccine doses may not have enough protection. He suggested that reoccurring shots will be necessary to maintain immunity against SARS-CoV-2. We don't know how long the vaccine protects against serious illness and death. This means that you pick the safe before, before the unsafe, Salberg said. Salberg continued, after receiving the second dose, the immune response slowly subsides. Within a year, many may have lost their protection. We do not know yet, but if you get a third dose, it will be activated again, he added. Biology says that a fading immune response is, un is not unlikely. Then it's time for a third, fourth, or maybe even a fifth dose. Salberg's comments came as numerous European countries announced a third round of COVID-19 booster shots in S September 2021. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration also indicated that vac vaccinated Americans will receive booster shots in the fall. However, the professor's comments in support of booster shots appeared to have an ulterior motive. Alongside his stint at KI, Salberg also helped executive positions at vaccine manufacturer Svenska Vaccinfabriken, SV SVF. The company's website named him as SVF founder, chairman of the board, and chief scientific officer. Now, just stepping out, you see this all over the place. In North America, we know that uh, Fauci is is directly linked to Moderna. I believe he's a major shareholder. Um, and, uh, like, everybody that's pushing them on our side of the pond has links to it. <laughs> so, it's, it, are you even remotely surprised that the guy pushing it across the pond is the same, has the exact same thing going on? An Israeli doctor seemingly echoed Salzburg's comments regarding vaccine effectiveness. Speaking to Channel 13 News, Dr. Kobe Haviv warned that the effectiveness of, of the vaccines are waning. He added that 95% of hospitalized Israelis with the most severe symptoms are vaccinated. Haviv also pointed out that 85 to 90% of Israelis hospitalized due to COVID-19 were vaccinated. I understand that most of the patients are vaccinated, even severe patients. He told the news channel, according to Haviv, the breakthrough infections set up a scenario where booster shots would become necessary. Right. So the first two shots didn't work and you ended up in the hospital. If you're an Israeli and you, you actually got the first two shots and you ended up in the hospital anyway, and they start telling you, oh, it's because the... Uh, the immune response of the vaccine is waning, so now you need a booster. <laughs> I don't know about you, but if I was an Israeli listening to that, I'd be going, like, fuck, buddy. <laughs> I'm good. I played your Kool-Aid game for an, a little bit here, and I'm out. Anyway, <clears throat> carrying on. No evidence to require booster shots at this time. Despite Salzburg's insistence on booster doses, many scientists have questioned their need 
as there is still not enough data calling to justify them. Back in June 2021, scientists from the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention said the general population may not need COVID-19 booster doses for the time being. The scientists, however, noted that booster doses may be needed when vaccine-induced immune dwindles and new variants negatively affect vaccine effectiveness. They also recommended booster shots for more vulnerable groups such as the elderly and organ transplant recipients. CDC medical epidemiologist Dr. Sarah Olivier Olive Oliver said the agency should monitor residents of long-term care facilities, the elderly, healthcare workers, and people with a weakened immune system. She pointed out these groups are the ones who may need booster shots. Dr. Sharon Frey, a member of the CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, ACIP, also remarked that booster shots may not be needed at, as of this time. However, she agreed that a third booster dose should be given to organ transplant patients. Frey continued, if we start to see an uptick in reinfection in people or new infections in people who have been vaccinated, that's our clue that we need to move quickly. Please. Oh, man. I just, I don't know how people drink this Kool-Aid anymore. I don't, I honestly don't. Let's carry on. Dr. Grace Lee, the chairwoman of the ACIP's safety group, mentioned that more evidence of breakthrough cases is needed before COVID-19 booster shots are recommended for the general population. I would want greater clarity on the safety data if we are talking about boosters before it's clear what the risk data will look like. If we're seeing severe breakthrough cases, then I think the decision-making moves, uh, moves forward, even if there's uncertainty with the safety data, she said. Back in May 2021, former CDC Director Dr. Tom Frieden insisted that annual inoculations with COVID-19 vaccine booster doses were unnecessary. There is zero, and I mean zero, evidence to suggest that that is the case, he said. Frieden continued, It's completely inappropriate to say that we're likely to need an annual booster because we have no idea what the likelihood of that is. Now, if you step out from the Kool-Aid that we just read, and you kind of come back to reality... Um, you'll know uh, through what we've what we've been going through on this show in previous episodes. You'll know what's actually happening is you've got leaky vaccines that are now breeding uh, mutated strands of COVID nineteen that are infecting that are basically jumping off from the double vax people, infecting the unvaccinated, uh, where the the mutated strand perfects itself and then jumps back into the vaccinated and knocks them completely down. It's not a matter of uh, vaccines waning from what we are hearing from uh, people on the other side of this argument. That's not the case whatsoever. What's happening is you've got mutations because the actual original or uh, so-called variant strand infects a double vaccinated person, stays alive in the vaccinated system, and then mutates itself to can carry on living within this altered system or GMO. I kind of like the title of GMO for vaccinated people <laughs> because that's a, it perfectly describes them. Genetically modified organism. That's what they are. So I think we might start calling them GMOs on this show, but... <clears throat> I mean, you guys are fully aware of what's actually going on. And all this rhetoric now is just, it's so funny to watch them scramble all over themselves. You know, I, I guess my my overview uh, of this whole scenario is they, they did not expect that their shots were going to be so ineffective and that the world would know so quickly. Uh, it would be my guess, would be my guess uh, of if, you know, if I had to step back and take a look at this and just to see them panicking and scrambling all over each other to try and... Uh, you know, like there's so many things that they're trying to get, uh, that they're working towards. And we're going to get into that in this show, um, that they're not quite there yet. So they've got to keep this narrative going, right? It's it's just funny to watch them scramble like this and, and, uh, and try to keep this f completely failing narrative going at this time. It's just great to watch. Anyway, my friends, let's, uh, let's get the show started. We'll be right back. Welcome, friends, to Canadian Patriot Radio, where conspiracy is not theory and political corruption finds the spotlight.
At CPR, we are committed to upholding Canadians' God-given rights to life, liberty, and freedom with all thy sons. Command. Right, welcome back, my friends. Um, what I want to do next is I want to get um, into some of the troubling information that we're starting to see leaked out all over the place. Now, some of you are all over this. Um, <clears throat> there's basically been a... Um, uh, I'll just read this opening part to this, and then we're going to get into a clip from Stu Peters. Now, I just want to add a little comment about Stu Peters. Um, I don't mind p- playing anything that he p- is putting out. Uh, the guy is one of the hardest working alternate me- medias... Uh, personalities I've ever seen and he has also made it clear that he wants and uh, likes the fact that uh, the us smaller guys use his clips so if you're wondering why I'm, I'm using so much of his stuff he has openly said yeah go ahead and use it to any one of us like me being one one of the people that likes what he's doing we're all investigating the same stuff so there's been a um, basically a, a, a verbal um, permission to, to use his stuff so that's why uh, on CPR, we are um, using so much of Stu Peter's stuff lately. But <clears throat> let's get back into this troubling information that we're starting to see. Um, now, this one comes to us from a Trump page, actually. And the title reads, COVID-19 concentration camps coming soon. CDC publishes document outlining green zone protocol. Uh, this was written by Daniel G. Uh, two days ago on the 6th. Before anyone cries conspiracy theory, this document is sourced from the CDC website. The CDC has outlined a plan to segregate at-risk individuals from the general population and place them into internment camps. Their document includes the elderly and immune immunocompromised. But who wants to predict they'll actually add the unvaccinated to the list of at-risk individuals? Labeled green zones, the CDC document states these internment camps will rip at-risk people from their families and relocate them to designated facilities. A protocol of establishing concentration camps within our own communities in the United States. Another conspiracy theory coming true before our our eyes. Now, before we get into the Stu Peters show um, about the stateside uh, leaks that are going on, I have um, myself heard information uh, about this happening in Canada. Now, we saw some of this stuff uh, before, uh, through the first wave of COVID, that uh, there was places in Manitoba. I have, I'm have i privy to a little bit of information suggesting that they're in Saskatchewan too. I would imagine they'd be all over the place. And people were wondering what the heck they were for. Uh, some of you have actually seen and posted um, the video of a guy passing an internment camp in BC. Uh <clears throat> And uh, I, one of the signs on it actually said, if you're close enough to be reading this, you should be wearing a mask o- on this uh, basically razor-wired, probably electrified fence uh, around this. It's just a bunch of echo trailers pulled together. It just looks like your everyday average camp, oil field camp, uh, but they're, they're calling them internment camps. So <clears throat> I don't want to alarm uh, with this news. Uh, I, what I want to do is just ready, I guess. Uh, if this is their plan, they've got a, and what I, you know what I was, I was saying in the pre-show, the fact that their vaccine rollout is falling apart quicker than they were even anticipating, uh, to me suggests that I don't think we're ever going to get to this, this point. And if they do, they're going to be reaching so hard that people will be, be able to see through it. Even normies, even double vax normies. Actually, you know, the one thing I should comment on is these are, those are the people that when they start rolling out the booster shot, the fourth, the fifth shot, these are the people that should by rights be on the front line saying no we've already drank enough of your kool-aid uh those of us like you listening to this show have been wide awake for way longer than any of the normies ever have been uh you're fully aware that one way or another they were trying to get to this um you're probably also fully aware that the left right paradigm is a complete hoax there is no such thing as the right or left in north america uh basically we're uh being ruled by I would say competitive authoritarianism, like Toria suggested. It, it makes the most perfect sense. Um, 
but realistically it's uh it's a we have fascist overlords even the, the politicians that we're watching every day are just puppets uh like their own um literature literature suggests they put the dumbest people in control because they're easily manipulated uh, manipulated and controllable and i mean when you look at both sides of our border in north america you, you it's it's clear as day that the dumbest people have been put in positions like you just cannot even deny it anymore joe biden isn't even coherent and he's not he's not the president we're fully aware of that we're not actually giving him that title but we just know that they've put him they've placed him in right now and they're just trying to pretend that the uh, election audits all over the u.s aren't happening anyway let's get back to this get back to this clip from Stu peters uh because it's a it's a good <clears throat> it's a good summary and then i've got another clip uh that kind of verifies the cdc leak we've done a lot of talking about patents and following the money what about talking about executive orders and what that really means as far as everybody that's connected to the incessant push to get you inoculated and what might happen what about the executive orders that allow for things like internment camps have you heard of these things what is an internment camp and why are the feds hiring for positions of people that would be guarding or transporting to these internment camps with us now is deanna lorraine she's a Stu peter show contributor which is what has gotten us to this number two position i, I give you all the credit for that by the way thank you I get her book it. by the way taking back america you can find it at deannalorraine.com internment camp does that mean concentration camp what exactly is this well of course i mean they're gonna they're gonna wrap it in some fine dressing and they're actually calling it green zones everything that they label green is sort of a friendly thing right it's innocuous so green zones is what they're labeling it aka internment camps or concentration camps and this is known as the shielding approach and it's right there on the cdc website and i really feel like your viewers and all of america need to know about what this shielding approach is because again, it's being built right now. These camps are being built right now in neighborhoods and they're about to unleash this on us. We know that uh, a lot of people have been talking about how Biden is probably going to issue another lockdown, another nationwide lockdown. A lot of people are predicting August 11th now, we don't know if he's going to go through with that or not, but that's the fodder. That's the talk of the town is another lockdown. But going along with that is this what they're calling a shielding approach. And what the shielding approach is, is removing people from their households, from their families, even separating couples who they believe are high uh, risk, right? High risk for COVID and putting them in these camps. The camps will be built all over different communities all across the nation. Every, every city will have these camps. And uh, of course, what do they consider as high risk individual? Anyone who is elderly and anyone who has any kind of a, a immunocompromised condition or a pre-existing condition. And then of course, I would imagine that they would believe that anyone who is not vaccinated is a high risk individual, right? So great, they go and take, rip the person from their home against their will, doesn't matter because it's all for the purpose of health. Put this in, the, put them in this internment camp or uh, green zone, if you will, um, and keep them there for at least six months. They're saying the program would be at least six months, but there's a caveat in there in this uh, document that says they, they have the right to extend it indefinitely until COVID, until the pandemic of COVID disappears. They're going to hold you for six months, um, which, you know, they're very good at keeping their timeline promises. As you know, we're approaching the end of the of 15 days to slow the spread, 15 days right. to flatten the curve. We're almost there. Just hang on. Yeah, exactly. But still, it says here, though, don't worry, because there's latrines in here. Oh, don't good. worry. Yeah. Yeah, there's latrines and there's showers in here as well. Yeah. But each person is given cleaning supplies because the person, the individual is responsible for keeping their own space in this concentration camp clean, by the way. Who knows what happens to you? What kind of punishment if you don't keep your cleaning space clean? But moving on, it even says in this document that they're going to, and this is, of course, for the purpose of getting COVID to down to zero, which we all know is impossible because it's just the common cold or flu. Um, but they say in this document uh, the kinds of repercussions that this is going to have, um, never mind them. But it says here, number one, social, cultural or religious practices. They say, yes, we got a plan for the disruption of social networks. They admit that community celebrations, religious 
religious holidays, funerals, and other rites of passages are cornerstones of many societies, which they are. And they say that a strong community engagement, basically propaganda, making sure that people know that this is important, is going to be important for the success of this program. Because what's going to happen is they're saying failure to do so can lead to interpersonal and communal violence. Because people are going to be missing those community religious services and funerals of family members and community members. And they're admitting right here, this can lead to interpersonal and communal violence, of course. Moving on, mental health. It says that this additional stress and worry are going to be common. Um, in addition to the risk of of stigmatization and feeling isolated, the shielding approach may have an important psychological impact and may lead to significant emotional distress, exacerbate existing mental conditions, and lead to uh, depression, helplessness, grief, thoughts of suicide among those are separated. And this is all written at the CDC's website. This This is is all written in the CDC website. So in summary, this is happening. They're building this right now. And uh, and and we're either going to stand up against this now. And, and this is the slippery slope with the vaccines, separating the vaccine from the uh, non-vaccinated and having the vaccinated be responsible or or demonized and pinned as the ones responsible. They're going to be the ones to blame for why we need this shielding approach, because if it weren't for the unvaccinated, we wouldn't have to have the covid continue. We wouldn't have to have the shielding approach. I mean, how much more uh, reminiscent of the Holocaust you need to get? There's literal camps being built here, and they have no qualms about separating families and yeah. partners, disrupting your culture, uh, your, uh, everything about You just it. had to mention the Holocaust, didn't you? Just to activate right-wing watch, just to Hi, activate watch. all of these, all of these uh, fact checkers are gonna get all over you now. Daniel Rain says that we're gonna be in a Holocaust type experience. Well, what, what else <laughs> could you compare it to? When in our history have you ever gone and rounded up healthy people and mm-hmm. put them into a camp, separating them from their families, keeping them away from funerals, weddings, celebrations, birthdays, going to school, going to work, right. uh, all of these other things. That is what happened in the Holocaust. And you wonder, right. why, did, why, did, why did this happen? How did these Jews all allow themselves to be killed uh, by the Germans then Well, it seems to be pretty synonymous with the complacency that's happening here in America right now. Where is the resistance? I just asked the mama bears of Iowa, where are Americans? Where is the fight? You see this happening in Australia, in the UK. People are resisting in other countries. Why not here? Uh, it's disgusting to me because we're getting so compl- way more complacent than any other country, which is just it boggles my mind, Stu, and it's really disgusting. And I'm going to add one more thing here that's disturbing. They, you know, going along with this call Holocaust extermination agenda, um, th- there was just a document that um, uh, Natural News actually found. And it states, and again, this is public knowledge, public information, that the UK government is seeking a contract for what they call excess body storage in a preparation for some sort of a mass extermination event. And this is a procurement of a contract with the Westminster City Council specifically of the UK is looking for facilities. They're seeking government contracts to have facilities to store mass bodies. Um, And right here it says for crematoriums and public conveniences. And they are looking, they admit that they're looking for these uh, mass body storages in the event of an excess deaths situation for the 32 London boroughs and the city of London. This is a contract that they say is supposed to last four years. Um, So apparently the government is expecting some sort of a mass uh, event of a mass death situation sometime very soon. And they're seeking uh, government facilities to hold these bodies. So what are we supposed to think, Stu? I mean, are we are we supposed to think that, yeah, they're planning for these massive deaths? Are they going to be starving us out? Are they going to be shutting off um, uh, institutions or uh, uh, shutting off gas, uh, food, things like that? Are they going to also be starving people of medical treatment that aren't complying with their agenda or that aren't getting vaccinated? Our job Are here is to make people aware. And now you're aware there's no more conspiracy theory here. This is not tinfoil hat. Our job is to well, make you, you aware. And, and now you've become aware. What are you going to do about it? That's the question. Okay. What are you going to do about it? Deanna Lorraine, she joins us Monday through Friday here for Shots Fired on the Stu Peter Show. She's a Stu Peter Show contributor. We thank her for being here all the time. And by the way, thank you for writing the wonderful book. Best-selling author right there. Get her book, Taking Back America. You can find it at DeannaLorraine.com. What do you ask? 
So that's the first clip that I wanted to play for you. And we're just going to move over to a uh, Department of Homeland Security. Um, just a, a clip that um, actually Deanna posted in the Telegram page that kind of verifies this. Uh, now, like they said on the sh on the Stu Peters show, you can find this on the CDC website. Like you can actually look it up and it, it's right there in... Uh, in its entirety. And also, um, I'd also like to just remind everybody of the um, similarities that this has with the original. Do you remember the liberal insider leak that we got <clears throat> quite a while ago now in Canada that's, that uh, basically said, uh, that suggested that people would be round up and put into internment camps? And uh, you're literally watching it on both sides of the border. So I don't think... I don't think the border even matters at this point. Uh, I'd say that we are probably in the globalist uh, viewpoint. We are probably just one in one big, big uh, territory, I would say, because you're seeing this happen on both sides of the border almost simultaneously. And it just seems really odd that uh, the border only matters to average people. Anyway, let's find this other clip. All right. This quick clip is just basically a, uh, a gal talking over the actual posted uh, uh, information by the Department of Homeland Security. So we'll let her uh, say her minute-long piece here. DHS training course, prepare for mass public quarantine of unvaccinated rural Americans done July the 14th. It's a great day to be an American. The Department of Homeland Security has a training course available to law enforcement, healthcare workers, and other government employees that will detail how to prepare and execute a mass public quarantine of the unvaccinated in rural areas of the United States. If you're stuck in the left versus right paradigm, lie. Now is the time to figure it out. We are slaves and always have been. It's an eight-hour instructor-led course and is designed to provide the knowledge necessary to begin planning for the situation requiring the isolation and quarantine of a large portion of a local rural population. The last training course was on Tuesday, July 13th. Obviously, we need to continue to use our discernment and critical thinking, but certain things are being too obvious to ignore. Are you awake now? So the reason I wanted to bring that one uh, to your attention is if the U.S. Department of Homeland Security is um, planning on rounding up rural Americans, because your unvaccinated rates are higher in, in rural America, rural Canada. So they already have a plan in place to deal with us, I guess, is, is basically what I'm getting at here. Very interesting to say the least. Now, also... Um, you know, I, I'm still, as you can tell, I'm still very calm about this because this is, um, I would say this is a overreach or, or a panic tactic. Um, this would be dependent on violence. Um, you you know how they're basically sending people out to try to educate us. First, we've seen the letters in the mail, and now they're talking about the same in Canada as the, as the U.S. They're sending people out to talk to us about the vaccines. Um if someone showed up on your doorstep to talk about the vaccine, how would you how would you receive them? Would you be hostile, or would you uh, would you question them on you know how they got into this situation, or what would be your your response? I would say nine out of ten of us would probably be hostile, and I think that that's probably what they're depending on. They're waiting for that one person across Canada that uh, doesn't want anything to do with them and ends up actually probably shooting at or and or killing one of them and that is the trigger they need uh they're depending on that so i guess it's imperative uh and i'm kind of um echoing what um frank from quite frankly has said it's imperative to to maintain the peace here um if we lose our cool which we haven't all the way through a uh hijacked american election uh through uh, trudeau trying to uh censor our internet uh strip us of all our rights and freedoms we've still managed to keep our cool now, I think we have to, cooler heads will prevail. You know the old saying. I think even with this, like all, everything that we've seen over the last, you know, two years of this, of this pandemic has been to piss us off. Realistically, when you start breaking it down, all of it is to get us agitated. All of it is to get, is to piss us off. They're banking on the fact that one of us is going to snap and, 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 and then that would warrant the next case or the next stage which would be what you're seeing these leaks uh, or you know not leaks but uh, these documents that are being found on the cdc website along with department of homeland security and the that coincides with the liberal leak that we are we're currently talking about uh, i think it would all depend on violence but also keep in mind that they're like we were saying earlier their whole vaccine 
uh, the whole vaccine rollout is falling apart quicker than they were even anticipating. Now, this is what happens when, you know, you always you always hear the old saying it, it looks good on paper, right? Um, this is this tip. This is the exact same thing that we deal with at at, at work at our jobs. You know how you're, you're dealing with engineers that uh, it you know they do the mathematics and it looks real good on paper, but it never actually really works in real life. Well, it's the same thing with computer analytics. They can narrow it down to so so close, but they can't predict spe- specific anomalies or uh, how things will actually play out. They can they can actively. Uh, predict how things are going to go, but they don't know how exactly how it's going to go. And, uh, you know, just like we were seeing already with the vaccines, the whole vaccine narrative already falling apart. Um, I'm, you know, you're seeing more and more people that bought, you know, drank the Kool-Aid going, oh my God, what did I do? Uh, in... <clears throat> In um, Italy right now, they're actually having active protests where double vaccinated people are burning their vaccine passports. I watched that clip today. So, I mean, over the pond, you got people that are fully awake and paying attention to all this. So I guess my message to, to you is, like everything else, this is all designed to play on your emotions, to get you frazzled, to get one of us to snap. And, uh, and then that can just, they can kick it into overdrive. I think... We've got to stay calm. We've got to stay cool. The next year is going to be completely crazy. Um, like the last episode suggested, the boot had to be on your face before you really realized, you know, your true power. But it's not violence, my friends. Uh, we've made it this far without violence. Uh, you know, the, the, the guys out east, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, the line, um, Chef and, and Todd, every weekend they're out. Uh, just just educating people that's the kind of thing that we need to see just just more involvement um, we need a big push of just people saying no you know we've had enough we're, we're not going to throw down we're not going to fight with you we're just going to you're just going to see um, <clears throat> peaceful protests and people a big a big enough p- amount of people saying no it's already happening all over the EU I mean the French have been uh, already trying, you know, trying their asses off. Uh, the minute they they uh, they got into uh, vaccine passports and limiting people's freedoms, that was the trigger that uh, brought people out across the pond. Now, Canadians and Americans right now still seem to be kind of the bulk majority still seem to be kind of going along with the narrative. Um, but of course, Canadians are watching what's going on in Australia, like uh, with them beating people in the streets and trying everything they can do to uh, limit the freedoms. Uh, you know, Canada and Australia are so similar, uh, except for the fact that we don't quite have a completely um, sold police force in the sense. I don't think anyway. We, we've seen them pull off false flags. I'm fully aware that the RCMP is completely corrupted, but the everyday officer that you encounter uh, most of them are they still have a, uh, morals and a conscience and I think if it came down to uh, rounding people up I, I don't I think you'd see a mass exodus I'd hope you'd see a mass exodus of people uh, just like you're seeing in Canada with them purging the top echelons of uh, the Canadian military through sexual misconduct allegations uh, getting people to step aside like the one I have open right now is from CBC and investigations into sexual misconduct allegations against Admiral Art McDonald ends without charges. Um, yeah, uh, the allegations were just basically to get him to step aside. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, they're, they're trying to get patriotic people out of top, the top layers of the Canadian military. Um, CSIS in general, I don't know how it's, uh, you know, the internal structure. I would imagine they've got good and bad just like um the fbi and cia south of the line uh you'd have you'd have two two factions working uh one for the people and one against but it's just all like i said the narrative was pushed you can tell that it's getting sloppy uh i just hate i would hate to see someone one of us uh give them fuel to go to take it to the next level i guess is all i'm trying to say over and over and over again (laughs) Cooler heads will prevail, my friends. Now, what I want to do, instead of uh, focusing on what the other side is doing, what they're preparing for, let's let's go over and focus on the the great doctors all over the world that are now um, basically picking apart and making the compl- the whole vaccine narrative fall apart. Now, this one is uh, 
Dr. Ryan Cole, and this was at the White Coat Summit. And he just did a great job of uh, basically explaining everything, how it's not working, uh, and he, he picks it all apart perfectly. Uh, this is a fairly long clip. This is 17 minutes long, but it's worth hearing the whole thing. So we're going to listen to it and uh, comment after like we always do. Dr. Cole, it's an honor to be here with my colleagues, some brilliant minds, as you've already seen. So uh, I'm humbled to be on the stage with them. I'm uh, excited to be here with uh, attorneys that fight for freedom as well, and it's fantastic to be in a room with smiling faces not covered with unnecessary cloth that does nothing. So, so who is this random doctor on stage? I'm Dr. Ryan Cole. I'm a Mayo Clinic trained board certified anatomic pathologist, clinical pathologist, dermatopathologist, way too many years of school. Also did some PhD research in immunology, so immunology virology is uh, right up my alley. So if you want uh, mechanisms of action and how things work and whatnot, go ahead and pick my brain. Anyway, um, so what about the vaccine? What about deaths? You know, Dr. Urso had alluded to that, that we have some concerns about these high numbers. Um, what's, what's going on? Um, you know, we see the headlines, like Dr. Merritt mentioned, 13-year-old, three days after a shot, dies. 15-year-old dies of a heart attack. You know, 10 children so far in the various reports, and probably more now, death after heart attacks. 39-year-old mom of three, death, death after the shots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we see the headlines. So here's the question. One would think in this era of a new virus and a new experimental uh, I don't even like calling it a vaccine. An investigational vaccine. A fake vaccine. A fake vaccine. Okay. I can have a clot shot, a needle rape, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, um, okay. So going to the VAERS data, um, 11,000 deaths, 12,000 deaths, 45,000 deaths. In the literature so far, about a month ago, first post-vaccine autopsy. Out of 11,000 deaths? Are you kidding me? Is this science anymore? No. No, medical technocracy. Fear, suffering, shot. Fear, suffering, shot. That's all you're supposed to have. Listen to us and that's all you get. No. So how can we do science if we are not looking? One cannot find that for which they do not look. Where is the funding? And the independent pathologists, the pathologists, you know, I do a lot of biopsies, cancer diagnostics, whatnot. We never complain about getting too much tissue. Well, when you get the autopsy, you get all the tissue. But guess what? You find all the answers, too. But if we're not looking, we're not going to find it. And if they're saying, oh, don't autopsy that. It wasn't the vaccine. These are not the droids you're looking for. Don't look here. So how... How in God's green earth are we going to know? Where is the funding? Autopsies are expensive, yes. But if we have billions to advertise a clot shot to children that don't need it, Dr. Fauci, where's the funding for science? Okay, when an unapproved new drug therapy vaccine is put onto the market, well, you need to use the French legal system, guilty until proven innocent. So if there's an adverse reaction, if there's a death, it happened from that therapy until you prove that it didn't. And we are doing the look the other way, look the other way, follow the money. Who's behind this? I don't know. I'm not going to conspiracy theory anything. I'm not going to be political, but I'm saying if you want the data, then you need to use that French legal system to say, this is guilty until we prove it didn't happen from something else. And we're doing just the opposite right now. Okay, what about the spike protein? We're giving a sequence, a gene sequence, into the bodies of human beings. And this sequence goes into our deltoid, and we're, we're informed that it, it has a little anchoring protein, and, and once that is translated and makes a little protein and it's on the surface of your cell, it stays there. Well, guess what? It doesn't. And there are studies, and of course the fact checkers are like, oh, this isn't true, this isn't true. I'm a scientist. Don't ask the journalist, ask the scientist, okay? So this spike protein doesn't stay just in the deltoid. The spike circulates in your blood. It lands in multiple organs in the body. And you know what happens? That spike protein, 
without the body of the virus present. We did studies in lab animals. In the lab animals, just in, in injecting the spike, with no body of the virus, the spike induced the same diseases COVID-19 induced, the same lung disease, the same vascular disease, the same heart disease, the same brain disease. The spike is the toxin. So again, why are we injecting something into the human body that is the toxin? It is the toxin. It causes the disease. This isn't a vaccine. Okay, so we know that the virus, everybody's heard about this ACE2 receptor. Here's, here's an example. So on the left-hand side, this is a, a, one of the cells that lines your blood vessels. I'll, I'll show you a chart in a minute where we have ACE2 receptors. So on the left-hand side, you see kind of in the corner of that upper grid and the bottom grid, these nice smooth lines. On the right-hand side, this is what the spike protein, just the spike alone from the vaccine, is doing to the mitochondria of your cells. That's the engine of your cells. That's what gives you energy, the power of your cells. Compare the left, the smooth, nice, put together. Compare the right, blown apart, fragmented. That's from the vaccine, not from the virus, from the vaccine. Okay, so here's the human body. You can see the plethora of sites where we have ACE2 receptors. Now think about it. I mentioned they tell us, oh gosh, the spike stays in your deltoid. It doesn't. It circulates. In the Harvard study in 13 nurses, they showed it circulating for at least two weeks. A lot of people lack something called mRNAs, an enzyme that breaks down the RNA. So it may be circulating for even longer. Now you hear, well, gosh, they died, you know, just so long after the shot. So, you know, it was two weeks, three weeks, Hank Aaron, whoever. You know what? That spike's circulating. They, they tried to pull the wool over our eyes and say, well, it couldn't have been the shot, we're too far out. Not if the toxin's still circulating. Not if the toxin's still circulating. The spike is the toxin, damage to the lungs, like I mentioned. On the left-hand side, healthy lung tissue, nice spaced out. See, this is what pathologists do. We look at all these cells all day long. It's kind of fun, we're nerds this way. On the right-hand side, see how much more purple and blue that is? That's all inflammation, why? ACE2 receptors in that lung, spike binding to it, inflammatory response, immune system attacking your own body, disease from the spike, disease from your own clot shot, investigational vaccine. They keep lying to the American public by calling it a vaccine. They keep taking the word investigational off as what they call it in the emergency authorization. They keep not calling it what it is, investigational, an experiment on humanity. And that's what they're doing, and I'm showing you why. Spike is a toxin, crosses the blood-brain barrier, kind of like my brain cells to be where they are and not be blown apart, right? So why in the world would we put a toxin into the human body that's going to disrupt the blood vessels in your brain, allow the spike in there, it'll cause inflammation. The brain fog you hear about from the COVID patients, guess what, you hear about it in the post-vaccinated uh, damaged individuals as well. But no, nobody's hurt by the shot. There's not been one death. There's not been one injury. That's what they tell you. It's a lie. And this is science. Okay, here we go. That's all the blue on top. Those are brain cells. All the blue doesn't belong there. That's inflammation from the spike. What about the kiddos? Heart inflammation, guess what? Lots of ACE2 receptors in the heart. Here you can see on the left-hand side, see those blue arrows around the white? That's inflammation in the heart. That's not normal. That's after a shot. That's a spike protein landing there. That's your immune system attacking your own tissues. See on the right, that's the uh, red arrows. That's the pericardium, the sac that surrounds your heart. That's inflammation. That doesn't belong there. Once you have heart damage, the heart does not heal itself. Okay, left-hand side, all the blue dots, inflammation. See that gray in the middle? That's early scarring. Guess what? Once a heart cell is damaged, it's damaged forever. It doesn't replace itself with another heart cell. It replaces itself with a scar. So you tell me you want to give a 12-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 13-year-old, an 18-year-old a shot, and we see about a 200 times increase in myocarditis in our society right now. That's a good idea. Let's give a kid a toxin, ruin his heart for life. Stop and think about what we're doing. Insanity. We need to stop the insanity immediately. This is over, game over. This is no longer good science. This is a poisonous attack on our population and it needs to stop now.
kidney, same thing. Kidneys are kind of important. Three things in life, blood goes round and round, got to breathe, got to make pee. You don't do those three things, you die. Kidney, you want to damage your kidney with a, a clot shot? Not a good idea either. Liver, kind of need your liver to detoxify everything in your life. Same thing, damage to the liver. See all that blue? That's inflammation, doesn't belong there. Testes, kind of important for the next generation, right? As much as that looks like a lovely heart, see all the blue in it? Inflammation. Same thing in the ovaries. Here's the problem. Essentially absent from the literature, what are they hiding from us? Okay. Japanese biodistribution study took some doing to find this study. Dr. Um, Bridal up in Canada, of course, he was attacked for telling the truth. The lipid nanoparticle that surrounds the little mRNA they're injecting into people's bodies, Yes, a lot of it stays in the deltoid, but it, it circulates as well. Guess where it likes to concentrate? A really biologically active organ, the ovary. And in the Pfizer paperwork and application, it clearly states that in the rats, there was a 16% decrease in fertility. One of the most fertile little critters, mammals on the planet. And they, these are not the droids you're looking for, never mind. So what's it doing to humanity? Guess what? The answer is, we don't know because we don't have long-term safety data yet. That's the tragedy and the crime in all of this. They're pushing it. It's an experiment. It's emergency authorized. It's not approved. We don't. Humanity is the phase three trial. COVID's a clotting disease, as some of my colleagues have mentioned. After a shot, we as physicians, especially a patient uh, complaining of post-vaccine symptoms, a D-dimer will go up when we have clots. We can't see these clots on x-ray or scan. These are microclots. All these, these inflammatory patterns that I'm showing you are from microclots as well. If we look at this in the patients, we know that they're microclotting. So this is something Dr. Norchasm, just like uh, Dr. Ursa mentioned, patient who has already had COVID, COVID recovered, broad, beautiful immunity. They're lying to you to say that it's not equal to a vaccine immunity. I love the blue pen rainbow analogy Dr. Urso gave. Screened before vaccine, there's a multiple, multiple fold increase risk of adverse reactions. If you've had COVID and are recovered, you get a shot, you hyper rev that immune system, you may be screwed and or dead. All right, I'm gonna reiterate, one cannot find that for which they do not look. Billions of dollars spent on advertising of, again, a toxin into the human body, investigational vaccines. Again, I will say to our agencies, our federal government, where's the funding for real science? They don't want you to see what we're seeing. In the laboratory, I have, a, I have the tissues of a dead man on the back of my desk. I have two more coming next week. Guess what? Just a couple days after a shot, 50-year-old healthy triathlete one of my favorite surgeons in town that I worked with, second shot, mountain biking gone. All right, the other concern I already brought up, we have no long-term safety data. This is what we need to emphasize to society and ask the, the authoritative agencies. What's the risk for cancer after the shot? We don't know. What's the risk for autoimmune disease? We don't know. What's the risk for uh, impairing fertility for a lifetime? We don't know. So why in the world will we willy-nilly push forward at the pace and the rate that we're going without knowing these things? Complete anti-science and a complete attack on us. No more mandatory forcing of employees. How in the world are these hospitals and these employers saying, you can't work for me if you don't sign up to be a subject in an experiment on humanity? Go back to the 1947 Nuremberg Code. We're absolutely violating this as a nation and a people. Where are the billions to do the autopsies? Where are the billions to prove the science? Where are the autopsies? I will go back. Crickets. They're not there. Dismissal by the collusive media of any adverse events or death. That's a problem. And what happened to the concept of the Me Too movement? Believe everybody. What happened to believe her, believe the story? What happened to believe anyone? Why won't they believe the science? They won't believe the science. They dismiss the science. What happened to this movement of believe it until you can disprove it? 
gone, gone. All right, a couple side-by-side notes. Really critically, and I'm almost out of time, what we're seeing in the laboratory is the shots dysregulate your immune response. We have very important cells that keep other viruses in check, that keep cancers in check. There's a type of cell called a CD8 killer T cell. Well, there's a study out of Germany and the Netherlands that showed a shifted immune profile. And at the end, their conclusion was, we see a concerning pattern of the cells we normally need to fight off these other things. But the answer is, we don't know for how long that shifted pattern lasts. It's like having eight blockers on the front line. This is Texas, we can talk football. Having eight blockers on the front line and paralyzing three or four of them. But the answer is, we don't know if they're paralyzed for the rest of the game or the rest of their career. And then what we see from this in the laboratory is an uptick of herpes family viruses, molluscum, human papillomavirus, all sorts of viruses, mononucleosis, etc. reactivating. Reactivating at levels, and, and I'm a pathologist, so we see this in the, in the laboratory, and I'm seeing the early signal. Well, guess what else that CD8 cell does? And some receptors on some of these T cells called toll-like receptors, and there's a certain pattern of them. They keep cancer in check. I have seen a 10 to 20-fold increase of uterine cancer in the last six months in my laboratory. And I keep data year to year to year. In the last six months, when did we start the shots? January. How much solid tumor cancer increase are we going to see over the next several years? Probably a lot. What's the real answer? We don't know. And sometimes that's the most honest answer in medicine, is we don't know. A doctor that tells you he or she knows everything, don't believe him. Find a new doctor. Increase the latent viruses, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, I know I'm out of time for questions. Thank you so much, and uh, God bless. So it's imperative that the doctors that are speaking out are listened to. Um, they are being blocked at every turn. Uh, they, they are facing uh, unprecedented censorship, but there are avenues where you can find them. And it's... Uh, I think our role as just uh, just awake Canadians is to repost and get their get their 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 uh, what they're telling us out there. And uh, you know, Dr. Ryan Cole just did a great job of picking apart absolutely everything and showing what is actually truly happening. Now, this is happening faster than they can um, basically force their next steps <clears throat> i don't i don't honestly i don't think w violence is the answer uh i don't think we're going to see internment camps before uh it's regular everyday average knowledge that the vaccines are killing people left right and center now you had the initial uh unfortunate people that w that had suffered adverse effects and death deaths right off the right off the bat um you know you, you even heard dr ryan cole uh, repeat the numbers that you're seeing on VAERS, uh, 11, 12,000 deaths, and then he hints. So he's a fully aware of the lawsuit against the CDC where he, when he went 45,000, and he kind of said it as a question. There is a lawsuit against the CDC uh, because they are categorizing the deaths. They're, uh, they're basically putting them into 12 different categories, from what I understand. And uh, the people, uh, a whistleblower has come forward from the, the case against the CDC and has basically told the world it's more like 45,000. It could be upwards of 100,000. Just in the U.S. alone, deaths of, from, directly from the vaccine. So this information is just hovering below the surface. Uh, most of you guys are fully aware of this. You, you guys are, are, are so awake, it's unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> But the, the average, the normies, the, the ones that drank the cooler, that got the shot, that didn't have the immediate adverse effects, are now at such extreme risk for everything. Like you heard him say that there's a resurgence of herpes. Um, everything else and cancers now are going to explode. Uh, it's, it's, there's no way that uh, any rational thinking human being, whether they got the shot or not, is not going to be able to link this to the vaccines. This is happening faster than the rollout of locking us down and separating us unvaccinated from our families and throwing us into concentration slash internment camps. We're at a race of timelines, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And <clears throat> I would say that uh, the, the complete collapse of the vaccine narrative is happening faster then the globalist plan to uh, take us to the next stage. So where does that put us? 
I, all, all we can do is sit back and watch. Um, there is, there is a, still a plan. Uh, there is a counter plan to everything that is happening. And it all depends on how we react. And I think that, like you've heard me say it a few times already throughout this show, cooler heads will prevail. Uh, we have to keep our cool. We have to just uh, band our arms together and say no more. And that is how we are going to be the most successful. With that being said, my friends, um, we are getting to the better part of an hour, so we're going to shut this one down. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Facebook, uh, i.e. Lifelog, uh, at Canadian Patriot Radio. Use the message button to say hello, uh, send me information, anything that you have on these topics, uh, feel free to get them to me. Any, any Canadians out there that are privy to more information when it comes to the... Uh, the liberal leaker if any of you have dug deeper into that um if you could reach out to me and let me know what you have found uh just the fact that it's it's uh you know everything that was in that liberal leak um is starting to materialize it would be kind of cool to see if if any of you have dug deeper into that and what you have found um if you don't like facebook you can uh, you can uh, email me at canadian patriot radio at gmail.com uh, also, you can join the Telegram conversation. Uh, there is a Canadian Patriot Radio page on Telegram. It is t.me backslash Canadian Patriot Radio. Uh, that one is continually going. A lot of great contributors on there. Uh, the conversation is 247. So feel free to sign up and join and just see what information is being said in the room. And if none of that uh, tickles your fancy, then look us up on our website at CanadianPatriotRadio.ca. Um, there will be changes coming to the website. Um, we do finally have some swag. I just have to get everything all loaded up and uh, get the um, the way to order it um, all sorted out. This is like you guys know, this is all new to me. So getting that side of the tech all up and done will be uh, a bit of a challenge. But we'll get her. We'll get her. And um, <clears throat> you guys, if you want to, can actually start sporting some CPR swag. We've got t-shirts available. Uh, there will be hoodies and hats. So that's all coming. So just keep your eye on the website. Uh, that stuff will be will be coming out. Those of you that are listening that are contributors, I will be hitting you up once we get this all sorted out for your mailing addresses because I will be shipping t-shirts your way. So uh, keep that in mind, my friends. So with all that being said, that is the end of this show. Thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Canadian Patriot Radio. And like always, feel free to share this on any social media platform you see you deem appropriate uh through you guys is how the word gets out and we get more listeners okay my friends until next time in all thy sons command joining us for another episode of Canadian Patriot Radio. CPR is not filmed before a live studio audience. If you like the show, friends, make sure you give us a thumbs up and share us on all your social media platforms. Until next time, take care.